Welcome to Your Life Now Radio Show, where your life matters. Your host, Coach Rhea, is a certified professional life coach with a passion to help make the difference in the world. Your Life Now Radio Show brings you powerful resources and effective tips to help you live your best life ever. And now, here's your host, Coach Rhea. Hello, hello, my friends, and welcome to Your Life Now Radio Show. I am your host, Kotria. I appreciate you all for being here, for signing in the chat room. If you haven't, please do. I have the chat room open. And uh, um, just to give you background, if you are a first-time listener, I am the founder and the CEO of Your Life Now. It is professional life coaching service, and uh, in my profession, I work with um, individual as well as uh, business owner, helping them achieve their success, you know, in their business as well in their life. And with, uh, you know, I always mention out some of the areas that impact our life and some of the areas that we do discuss on this show, Your Life Now uh, radio show, are as follow but not limited to our personal and professional growth, personal and professional relationship money, finances, self-growth, self and uh, self-improvement, self-help of course, money as I mentioned and self-esteem and overall the quality of life. And on this show, you know, as you know, I host it sometimes by myself and sometimes I have guests, great guests that bring on a lot of cool, great tips and 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 resources for you to take from from this show which I always wanted to just put it out there for you guys to have just an open mind and open heart when you are listening to my show. A lot of information gets to to be shared on the show. So take whatever is useful for you, and I hope that you implement some of these, um, some of these tips uh, in your own life and see if it can help you. And, of course, if you'd like to know more about my service and how I can help you, you know, uh, personally or as a group coaching, you can reach me on my website at www.coachingbyria.com. And one last thing before we get started and introduce you to our guest is setting my intention for doing the show. Um, so here it is. My intention of doing your Life Now radio show, it's really to help inspire you. I like to help inspire you to make some positive changes in your life so you can live the life that you deserve to live. So, again, it's really all up to you. It's all about bringing your awareness to the present moment. It's all about, you know, putting it out there and see what works and what doesn't work for you. So, with all that being said, let me introduce you to our today's guest, and it's really an honor for me to have him. Um, my guest today is Steve Alcher. He is America reinvention expert, and he has taught thousands how to niche by identify and monetizing their what. That is the one thing they were born to do. His approach of, for realizing permanent positive changes, a blend of a proprietary methods with ancient wisdom and revolutionary lessons from modern thought leaders, and uh, forms a proven system for ultimate achievement in business and in life. He is the chairman and co-founder of Liquor.com, President of Bold Development, co-star of the groundbreaking um, film, The Keeper of the Keys with Jack Canfield, Jean Grey, Marcy Shymoff, and he's also the author of Internet Profit, the world's leading expert, reveal how to profit online. He is the founder of Reinvention Workshop, a host of Reinvention Radio. He's also the author of a book news, self-help book, uh, of the year, Journey to You, a step-by-step guide to becoming who you are, who you were born to be. Creator and host of Internet Profit Live, which where I met Steve, and in-demand media uh, guest who has appeared on ABC, TV, Fox, TV, CNBC.com, and more than 200 radio shows, including national show hosted by Lou Duff. And uh, Jim uh, Benin, Benin, I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing the name correct, and uh, Monaco Mueller. And, of course, his appearance on my radio show, Your Life Now radio show, which I'm really honored and uh, glad for you to be here, Steve. Thank you. Yep, absolutely. How are you doing? Oh, my God, my pleasure. You know, so it's definitely, I, I wanted to put this out there, not because I was speaking to you, and I said it actually behind your back after I attended your um 
your uh, Prophet uh, uh, Live uh, uh, workshop in Chicago, I said there's a certain people that show up in your life and they just literally leave some impact on you. And you are one of those people. So I just want to, you know, share this with our listeners. <laughs> so, well, you, you know, with, yeah, with all that being said. So, my friends, you know, obviously you're doing so much stuff and you're doing a lot of great things. But one of the things that I always like to start on this show is, you know, we all start from somewhere. And when I was reading your your new book that is coming out August 10th, right? Is it August 10th? Make sure. It is, yes. Okay. Um, you you shared some, like, you know, you were vulnerable a little bit because you shared some, some inside, um, you know, things, personal things about your life, how things had turned around for you. And you sort of, like, needed a purpose. And you know you you made your millions and 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 then things like kind of like fell for you and then the death of your um, stepfather is kind of like a, was awakening for you was it like can you share that with us a little bit because people like to you know know that success can come from all different uh, forms right uh, I mean yeah for sure and it's um, I mean it's a typical entrepreneur's story because that's uh, I mean that's really what I am and have been an entrepreneur literally since my uh since my teens and whether uh I mean it's probably not an industry that uh, that I haven't tried in one form or another but really uh ended up getting deeply involved in the uh music and nightclub and radio industries early on and uh ended up moving to catalogs and dot com and real estate uh, in my my 20s and 30s, and uh, and as you alluded to, the the moment that you're you're speaking of is the the moment that I was uh, with my stepfather, who was very much a father to me since the age of 10, uh, and he was actually on his deathbed, literally in his last couple of days, and I was holding his hand, and he couldn't speak any longer, but I do believe that he was able to speak through that point of physical connection and holding his hand and I had a vision of my funeral, not his funeral, but my mm-hmm. funeral where I could hear the words being spoken graveside, which were here lies Steve Ulcher, he dedicated his life to chasing the almighty dollar and that's all that was said and you know, it hit me pretty hard in that moment because it was like that fork in the road that we face at various times in our lives and really I could continue down the path of being the entrepreneur that was really focused on the almighty dollar or I could try to leverage my strengths and skills that were innate to me to help others achieve what they would like to achieve as far as their personal life and their business life is concerned. And so obviously I chose the latter and the first step in that process was really putting pen to paper to share a lot of those tips and tools and strategies and shortcuts and uh, it, t- it took a while for me to get to the finished product, but the, fr- the finished product ended up becoming a book called Journey to You, mm-hmm. a step-by-step guide to becoming who you were born to be, which was uh, actually named the 2010 Self-Help Book of the Year. So that was uh, nice. That was quite an honor and a privilege. But um, but yeah, it was really a, a matter of just recognizing that I can still use my talents. Uh, in in ways that don't always have to be focused on the commodity-driven opportunities, but nevertheless can obviously make uh, a significant difference in both my life and the lives of others without having to succumb to life as a starving artist in order to do so. And, uh, And I do believe that the two do not have to be mutually exclusive, that you certainly have the opportunity to do what it is that you do well or differently or uh, better than than others and, and be paid for that uh, in, in a meaningful way. And 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 I think that's that's the missing puzzle for some people. I mean, they they think like you know they have to. Uh, um, I mean, you know, obviously when we when we live our passion and we go after our passion, we're going to be su- successful. It's just because we're so passionate about it. We find we have the drive. We have that burning desire, right? But the other thing, some people think like they have to leave their current, you know, pay job to start, you know, following their passion. We have a show completely on just that particular subject. But what you're telling me, that is not normally should be the case, right? I mean, you know, you could 
you know, um, start at some point. And can you share your idea, you know, of where someone who's listening to you right now and, and they have no idea, you know, how uh, how to go about it because they have been living check to paycheck to paycheck and they have a passion for something, but they just they don't know how to, you know, how to take that passion and go run with it. What would you say to them? Well, I mean, I think that the first step is figuring out what exactly that is because so many people just don't get started, not because they don't want to, but just because they don't really know what it is that they're compelled to do. And so, you know, that is, the, I mean, in my way of thinking, the most important step of the process because once you understand what it is that you're compelled to do, I do believe that everything else will fall into place insofar as, really helping you to, to get fired up to do it, to jump out of bed every day and uh, and really make that your life's work. And so until you figure out exactly, again, what, what it is that you're compelled to do, but more importantly, what it is that you're naturally wired to do, uh, I think you end up in sort of this standstill of, of really just moving from one opportunity to the other without ever really going to uh, that that point of being able to leverage what it is that, uh, that you do so well. So, I mean, really, that, that is the first step, is discovering what your what is. And, you know, that's the question you have to be able to answer, which is what is right. your what? What is Get that clear. one thing that you were born to do? Yeah. Right. So, I mean, let me ask you this question, because it's just something that came to my mind right now. So, do you think entrepreneurs are born or created in most cases? Yeah, I think they're born. They're born. Um, okay, so because yeah. you had that drive in in you, so you you I mean from reading your book, I know like I I like sort of like went through you know the whole process, and you were born to be an entrepreneur. But yeah, I, okay. mm-hmm. I mean, look, there's there's obviously skills that can be taught. Uh, I'm not one to to sit here and say that I I can't be a professional basketball player. <laughs> I mean, right. it's just it's not going to happen. I mean, it's, right. it's not in my DNA. It's not in my physical or my emotional structure, for that matter. You know, and, and there's certain things that I just won't ever be able to do. You could you could teach me everything that there is about being a professional basketball player, but I would never be one regardless of what you teach me. And you can teach people how to do what entrepreneurs do <laughs> but ultimately, unless they have the drive and the wherewithal to bring that to fruition, it's just an exercise that, frankly, is a waste of everyone's time. So, I, you know, I, I, I'm not going to sit here and say that it's impossible. But I think it's very difficult for someone who's not wired as an entrepreneur to, to just become one just because they want to. So you say you believe there is one, only one thing that prevents some people from living a life of happiness, fulfillment, and purpose. Can you elaborate on that? What yeah, that and, and it is exactly then what we've been talking about, which is just the whole concept of understanding what your what is. Mm-hmm. And you, okay. you have to understand what your what is. And, and ultimately that is what separates those who walk this planet and sort of that mindless funk, if you will, of just moving from one place to the other versus those who have a pretty clear understanding of where it is that they really want to go. Right. Okay. That's uh, that's pretty simple. Uh, um, so, and then, you know, if, as far as like, you know, taking, you know, so let's, let's say that we're trying to help people really create that entrepreneur mentality, you know. I mean, we know that they, most of them are born to be, you know, you can teach somebody skills, but uh um, unless they have that drive within them. But is there like a certain things that people can start doing today to, you know, I mean, obviously we talk about getting clear on what is it that you want? What is it that you're passionate about? Um, I wrote a little blog today about that. You know, I mean, I think, you know, unless it gets solid in your head what it is and you can make that change because it's not, it shouldn't be like concrete because if you're really not passionate about it and the emotion is not there, I think you need to reexamine that that want or that that whatever is that purpose that you think you're passionate about but you know it, it, so if we try to tell people okay so i think you should go out there and do one two three whatever what would you you know get clear what else would you tell them to do well you know most importantly i i would tell people that 
after you get clear, you got to have your your plan in terms of having a, a step-by-step plan to to get to where it is that you want to go. Because mo- most people get caught up in sort of the big picture of what they want to do, like writing a book, right? And and you and I have obviously spoke about that, mm-hmm. and you're writing a book, mm-hmm. and you mm-hmm. want to get that completed. But and that's a perfect example of a big picture objective. I mean, writing a book in and of itself and and bringing it to fruition is hard. And most people don't do it because it takes a tremendous amount of time and a tremendous amount of energy and potentially resources to make that happen. Ultimately, though, it's not as complex as people think. And the reason why it's not as complex as people think is because you can't just finish a book and, and have it done, you have to finish a sentence, right? And that's that's where it all starts. And it's about that step-by-step plan of just literally finishing one sentence at a time. I mean, most writers will start with putting everything down on paper and then creating an outline from that and building from that. But, I mean, that's certainly one way to do it. But the other thing is that it's really important to just start with a sentence and that's how you get to completing a book. And it's the same thing with whatever your what is. Once mm-hmm. you understand what it is that you want to do, it's a matter of breaking it down into bite-sized pieces that you can start with today. Most people get overwhelmed and they don't do anything because it just, I don't see how I can get there. But, I mean, I'm not creating, you know, a new quadratic equation here. I mean, it's not rocket science, right. but it no, is it's, it's, right. mm-hmm. simply a matter of, of breaking it down into something that you can start with today. Right. And that's, you know, I mean, and, and uh, you know, I mean, getting clear, I think it requires a lot of different uh, um, uh, also steps to get to that what, right? Because you talk about that as well, I think, in the, in the first one, right? Your journey, journey to you, you know, how do you get to yeah. that what? You know, um, yeah, you. I mean, that's that's obviously what that book is about is is really becoming clear on who you are and why you do what right. you do, but more importantly, what it is that you were really made to do, and helping people to discover exactly what that is. And and yeah, I mean, that's that's certainly a, a key part of the process. Uh, but you know, ultimately, it's it's a matter of moving through the whole equation, which is what I call nichetize, which is not only identifying your niche, but understanding how to monetize it. Right. So just because you understand what your what is doesn't mean that you're any closer to bringing it to fruition. You still have to have that plan. And most importantly, you have to understand how to monetize it so you can share that gift with the world. Yeah, I mean, that's, uh, you know, and, 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 you know, I mean, there's a lot of writers out there, but like you said, unless you, you do in the work right and you do your research, which involves a lot of, you know, I mean, it involves a lot of discipline. And, and I, I, I saw you live, you know, so I know what you are about. And it takes a lot of effort. And you gathered, I mean, which takes us to, 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 to your next book, the, um, the new book that's coming up, um, the, uh, Internet Profit, um, um, How to Profit Online. You know, you, you gathered valuable information from the real people, from people who have done it, from people who had walked the walk and, and did the, um, what do they call it, what's the expression, um, and been there. And so you got research behind your, your book, and, and it's based on information and, and that is solid information that was gotten from these teachers and these experts in their area. Um, so I guess what, you know, when you figure out what it is, I think I always try to, you know, when I, when I'm coaching people that I say like, you know, you really need to do the research on that, what it is, you know, is it something that you can really follow through with? Can you really be held yourself, you know, accountable for it? Can you follow through all the way? Can you see yourself through all the obstacles and all the things that are going to come up? Um, and I think that's what people get like stuck and they just cannot move forward. Do you agree? I don't yeah. Know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're you're obviously talking about different things here, but in so far as the the book Internet Profits is concerned, it was very much a matter of getting to the people who were doing what it is that I wanted or believed that I wanted and needed to do, and ultimately, you can take all the classes in the world and 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 train with 
someone who can show you what it is that they're doing, but realistically, it's still just one person's perspective. I don't know if you've ever had any home repairs done, but doesn't matter what is going on in your house if something is broken and you bring in a contractor to fix it uh, they will fix it and then if it breaks again you'll bring in another contractor and they'll tell you everything the last contractor did wrong and what you need to do not to fix it again so mm-hmm. you know the reality is that everyone has their own perspective on what works and what doesn't work online exactly. uh, right. and I didn't want to just bring my my perspective to the to the table. I mean, I've been online since 1993 when we launched on CompuServe's electronic mall. So right. we've been online for almost 20 years. And uh, and I did think, though, that it was very important to gain perspective from those that are doing really amazing things now because ultimately uh, they have so much to, to share and so much wisdom to, to spread that I really wanted to make sure that we brought a, a broad spectrum of knowledge to the table, and uh, fortunately, we're able to secure 25 of the world's leading experts, from SEO experts to mobile experts, etc., uh, to share exactly what to do and how to do it. Well, that's—I mean—that's what I meant. I mean, basically, you know, you did your research. You didn't just make up this stuff. I mean, you know, you know what you wanted, but then you went out there and found these these guys who who—that's what they do for a living, and that's what you you're passionate about, right? And you put them to, you know, to the test and, and put all that information available for everybody in your book. So that's, uh, so when you when you talk about, like, you know, reinventing ourselves, how do we reinvent ourselves? How do you think somebody can reinvent themselves? You know, it's, uh, it's an interesting question, but the, the reality is that reinvention to me is not about changing who you are by any stretch. It's really about becoming who you inherently are. And it's it's more a matter of, of shedding, if you will, than adding. And so I think a lot of people, when they think of the term reinvention, they have to add so much more to who they are in order to get to a different destination. But reality is it's really just a matter of shedding the traits and, and habits that don't serve you well in getting back to your core. And really the first step in that process is making the conscious choice, much as I did with my stepfather, that you want to move in a different direction. And once you're willing to make that choice, uh, that's when interesting things start to happen. So you you uh, um, you run a, a reinvention workshop. Can you tell us a little bit about that workshop or what's, you know, what entitled of it, what you do with that and... Yeah, and the reinvention workshop is, and and by the way, more information on on that can be found at thereinventionworkshop.com. But it's a uh, it's a really interesting, uh, for lack of a better term, I call it technology, but it's an interesting technology that I developed, which is built around a, a one day seminar, if you will, that mm-hmm. helps people really tap into what it is that is preventing them from achieving that path to freedom, as I call it, and helping people become very clear on what serves them well, what doesn't necessarily work to their benefit, and more importantly, as we've been discussing, you know, what, what their what is, and, and discovering that and leveraging what I call your personal GPS, which is your gift of path to success, to really identify not only what your gifts are, but the vehicle that you're going to use to share those gifts with the world and the people that you're most compelled to share that gift with. And Mm -hmm. we then lay out a plan of action for bringing that to fruition. And with all of that in place, it becomes a very powerful day that people can leave the workshop with something that's permanent, something that sticks and really helps them understand where they're, where they're headed. So it's, uh, it's an incredible day. I mean, really, just uh, just six hours makes all the difference. It's, uh, we host it from 10 to 5 with an hour break for lunch and a couple breaks during the day. So, I mean, really, right. when you get all said and done in six hours, you've got a pretty darn good understanding of, uh, of where you're heading and how to get there. Nice. That sounds really good. Um, I know you were um, quoted um, saying that college may be the single worst investment a parent can make. You don't honestly believe that, do you? Well, I have my my view no. on that one, my opinion, but it's my opinion. So, <laughs> go ahead. I mean, yeah, from from my perspective, uh, I do. I mean, 
and I really do believe that it is the single worst investment a parent can make from the standpoint of, I mean, you just got to look at the statistics. And this is to, I mean, the statistics are staggering, which show that roughly 85% of all students who graduate with a four-year degree do not work within their field of study in five years. And, you know, there's a lot of reasons why, not the least of which is that, I mean, really we're, we're sending kids off into the world and expecting them to figure out who they are and what they want to be when they grow up, but they're still just kids. And so when you put a 17-, 18-, 19-year-old child in a, in a situation where they have to pick what it is that they want to do for the rest of their life, I mean, they're not in any position to do so, and the numbers certainly support that. So, you know, what I recommend is we gotta we got to look at a, a different structure here. We've really been perpetuating this educational myth now for decades, which only works to the benefit of the government because of student loans, and when you look mm-hmm. at the return mm-hmm. on, on, on your investment right? I mean, it's, it's a profit center for the government and then it's been obviously a huge profit center for the institutions to get kids in there and perpetuate this myth that they need the piece of paper in order to be successful and you can see just by what it costs to send a child to college that, I mean these are full-blown for-profit highly profitable institutions where you have people just I mean literally uh, raking it in hand over fist and it's all to the detriment of those that are spending the money and then most importantly the parents uh you know who are writing the checks so what what i'm suggesting is that we give kids the opportunity to go out in the real world after high school and i think a three or four year i don't want to call it a sabbatical but some, some time in the real world is the absolute best thing that we can do for our children after high school, unless, let me preface this by saying, unless they, in fact, are very clear on what it is that they want to do. I mean, if they know they want to be a a doctor, if they know they want to be a neurosurgeon, they know they want to be an electrical engineer, something of that nature, and and they have that degree of awareness, then then great. I mean, go from high school to college, get it done as quickly as you can, but most, most people that age don't have that sort of clarity, and they need to go out into the real world to intern or apprentice or get a job, you know, or to go to the military or volunteer in a nonprofit, I mean, whatever it might be, get out in the world, get out of that restricted circle and really start to understand who you are and what it is that you're compelled to do. And the only way that can happen is if they break the, the cycle of really living at home in an environment where they were getting the bottle from their mama and then they're just going to school and getting the bottle from the bartender. You know, I mean, it's, it's yeah, still a sheltered yeah. environment that yeah, doesn't but, yeah. give people the opportunity to really develop their their skills of, uh, of their, shall we say, survival skills and ability to be independent thinkers and independent people who can be positive contributors to society. I mean, it just it, it actually it flies in the face of, uh, of what we're hoping to happen. And you can look at the current statistics where 35% of college graduates now still live at home. So, I mean, the, the statistics are staggering. Right. And, and it's still learning because, I mean, let's face it, I mean, these kids, before they start making a, a, a dollar, you know, they owe what? I mean, some of them who take financial aid, they owe what, a couple hundred thousand, you know, they already $200,000 in debt, you know, that could be a mortgage yeah. somewhere, right? Um, so, yeah. yeah, I mean, from my perspective, I understand, and I think one of the things, you know, in our school system here, I'm always constantly trying to reinvent a few things with them because I do some, you know, speaking at the high school, and, and I'm like, we're still doing the same thing. I mean, there is no innovation going on. Like, you know, let's try to be a little bit more creative. Let's support the creativity part of these children and let them run with it. Let them create what it is it's supposed to be versus what we tell them it should be. And and that is like a huge, um, you know, I mean, I know like I have, I still have debts on my student loan and I have a master's degree. So, you know, it it to me, I look at him like, did I really need it to get myself in that much debt, you know, with student loan before I can just like, you know, know all the information that I have now and all the skills that I build myself up to? Probably not. Probably not. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you know, I you mean, have a degree, that's about it. But Yeah, again, it's it's an ageless, I mean, uh, it's a, it's an educational myth. I mean, that that is the reality that people believe that everything is going to to work in your favor simply because you graduate from school and have that degree. But what most people 
miss and where we really have to reexamine our our priorities in terms of our educational system is I mean, we're still based on this whole general education structure where more than 60% of our time, energy, and resources goes into general education courses that you don't use. And the idea was way back when that if you gave children a broad education, then they could choose what it is that they wanted to concentrate on moving forward. But right. in reality, I mean, in reality, you're much better off sending that child to the workplace letting them figure out what they like, what they don't like, let them understand, again, where they really, where they want to concentrate their efforts. And then when they're ready three or four years later, I mean, God forbid, let them pay for it, you know, because if they mm-hmm. pay for it, there's obviously a cost-benefit analysis uh, that you can run on that that shows hands down every single time that if you pay for something, you're much more likely right. to value what it is that you're spending your money on. So absolutely, it's, uh, it's, just, it's, in, it's inherently flawed and it's something we have to address. Yeah, I, I totally agree with you because that is so true. And, and uh, you know, when you give something for free and it is for free, sometimes you don't really, you know, value that value. And when you pay for it and you realize that, you know, there's something that you have to, uh, you know, value that uh, – so anyway, we're going to take a short break, but I just wanted, because after the break, we're going to talk about your new book, but I just want to point out, and I put it in the chat room, and if you're not signed in, sign into the chat room, and, and if you'd like to put your question there, I know we have a couple of people on the um, the switchboard with their hands up, so I'm going to take a short break and answer, see what, the, what kind of question they have, but I wanted to note and see if that offer is still available for our listener. He said, Steve would like to offer every listener a viewer, a free copy of his book, Journey to You, a step-by-step guide to becoming who you who you were born to be. And to receive that free book, make sure you go to the to the website www.journeytoyou.com and follow the simple steps. And uh, you are so uh, generous, uh, Steve, for doing that. I really appreciate it. And uh, I I put it in the chat room, and then I will put it on the show page later on, so people can who listen to the show archive, they will have that. And I just wanted to remind you, we are on the air with Steve Ulcher. And the uh, um, he is America reinvention expert who taught thousands how to nichetize by identifying their, and monetizing their what. So we'll be right back. So please stay tuned. Thank you. Your Life Now radio show with Coach Rhea will return in just a few moments. Are you ready to put an end to thinking about how you wish it were and take action? Take this step to find out more by going to coachingbyrhea.com and you can receive... Welcome back. I am your host, Coach Ria. You are listening to your Life Now radio show. And with me here in the studio, Steve Alcher is America reinvention expert who had taught thousands how to nichetize by identifying and monetizing their what. Before the break, we were talking about um, uh, Steve's first book, Journey to You, step-by-step um, let me go back to step step-by-step guide to becoming who you were born to be. And, and Steve is so generous. He offer um, a copy, a free copy for our listeners. So if you are listening live, you know I'm, I have the, uh, the link to it, which is www.journeytoyou.com. In the chat room, if you haven't signed in, go ahead and sign in. If not, I will post it on the show page for the archive listeners. 
And again, I want to thank you all for being here, and I want to thank my guests for being here. Um, Steve, we have a um, a gentleman here uh, who likes to share his comment with us, if that's okay with you, before we talk about your book. Is that all right? Oh, absolutely. Okay, I'll bring him on. Hi there, you are on the air. Go ahead. Hi, my name is uh, Hugh. I'm calling from Virginia. I just came across your show, and Steve is absolutely correct in what he's talking about, and if I can share my name, it will bear out what he's talking about because I'm standing on my truth, and I have taught my mind how to think in unlimited terms, and people are just lacking uh, that way of knowing that we all have unlimited creativity. They're not using it. They're just being jerked around by elites and the powers that be, but in our quiet moments, we can self-educate and empower ourselves very quickly, especially with the technologies at hand, uh, if we do it in caring, sharing ways. Steve? Yeah, I mean, I... (laughs) No (laughs) argument there. I I wholeheartedly agree. Yes, absolutely. Well, if I can share my name, you'll see some interesting things on the Internet. What's your name, sir? Yes, it's uh, Hugh, H-U-G-H. The last name is Trollson. That's T like Tom, R-A-U-L-S-E-N like Nancy. There's uh, various things. If you click on uh, put a dot .com after my name, it will bring you to a site. If you click on historical articles, there's a front-page Wall Street Journal article I was written up in in 1983 where I actually exposed a former federal government bureaucrat for fraud indirectly and eventually led to the resignation of Jim Wright from Speaker of the House, the third highest office in the country. The original memo and documents are there. The last item is a letter to me from our current president related to the economy. Well, thank you for sharing that, Hugh. We will definitely, you know, take a look. I appreciate your comments. And, and uh, my friends, stay tuned. If you have any other questions, just uh, put your hands up, please. Thank you so much. Thank you very much. Okay, take care. All right, my friend Steve, thank you. Um, that's very interesting. Thank you, Hugh. Uh, okay, so that's going to take us into um, your uh, book, which uh, the launching date is August 10th, correct? Um, yes. Yep. Internet Profit, the world leading expert to reveal how to profit online. Um, you know, for those of you who had heard me in the beginning of the show, um, uh, Steve had hosted Internet Profit Live in Chicago back in June, was it? Um, it, was it was true, an, yeah. yeah, it was an incredible weekend that I spent with Steve and 29, I heard. I thought it was less, but they were 29 experts, right? Speaker? Oh yeah, I uh, I was I was playing around with the schedule for weeks. I can verify there were absolutely 29 people there. That speaking. is awesome, and I have to tell yeah. you, I yeah I've attended so many seminars and so many events, and you know, and and this one stood out for me, and and I really and I came to you, you know, if you remember, and I said, what a great job, Steve. It's just incredible. I mean, the information that was shared. The um the the workshop they they had a breakdown break uh, um like a, a small group break, break rooms yeah. yes I, yeah it was incredible and I I just didn't want to leave and I know I came in a late a day late but I wish I was there on Friday and, and not missed any single moment but by all means so the book is basically taking these most of these experts that you had in that workshop um or that seminar in Chicago and uh, um you put that book together is that correct. Yeah, and uh, for those that um, need the spelling on that, it's it's Internet Profits, as in the biblical sense, so it's P-R-O-P-H-E-T-S. And uh, and I give that book away for free, too, Rhea. So, I mean, if it's... I know, uh, I was going to mention that to the end, so don't blow it yet. <laughs> yeah, all right, I'll, I'll let you give that. All right, uh, let, let me, let me take care of that one for you. Yeah, I know, you know what's so funny? Because I remember, like, first when I was, like, uh, um, checking in from Chicago that I was attending this uh, this great event, I kept saying profits and thinking profits, like PR, you know, profits, like money profits. Yeah. Yeah, and and, yeah. and I'm like, wait a second, it's profit. And, of course, you know, I have a little accent, so you know that. So I, I just want to make sure that I thank you for clarifying that because it is the profits, not, you know, the money profits. Yeah. But, okay. Yeah, so, although um, uh, depending on, uh, on who you talk 
two. They they may define those as being one and the same. So we're, we're, we'll hopefully stay okay. on the path of uh, of, of the, the good profits. So, yeah. So, so let's talk about profiting, like money profiting. You know, I mean, you yeah. are not a not something new to this concept of making millions, you know, online and 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 you know, you you took advantage of the dot com and then the dot com kind of like, uh, you know, hurt you a little bit and then you come back stronger and you had something come back and you got back liquor dot com, which is like amazing. I thought uh, because uh, didn't she lose it for a while or something? What you know. With the dot com, wasn't it some issues with that for a while when the market or yeah. whatever? Yeah, so um, I have been online for a very long time, actually since uh, 1993 when we launched on CompuServe's Electronic Mall and then had one of the first 500 or so for, uh, fully functional e commerce sites that we launched in 1995. And the company that I launched eventually became liquor.com, like. But you drink alcohol, alcohol beverages, obviously, liquor.com. Right, right, right. And uh, picked those domains up, picked up liquor.com and bourbon.com in uh, 1998 and uh, built the company even farther uh, around that and uh, had the S1 filed and we were ready to go public in March of 2000. And uh, that's when, obviously, the implosion hit and we couldn't get out. We had signed away management rights because we didn't have the right space, if you will, that Wall Street wanted. So... Uh, ended up signing away the management rights, and when we couldn't get out because the public markets uh, really shut down, I ended up walking away from everything, including the domains, uh, about two months later, and uh, so literally walked away from uh, from the whole thing, never relinquished my rights to the domain, but quit the company, walked away, and literally around Christmas of 2006, six years later, uh, I woke up one day and started wondering whatever happened to that domain and tracked it down to a guy in the country of Panama. And after uh, a number of exchanges uh, and the question never really being answered of how he came across the domain, uh, I was able to reclaim the domain. And uh, Christmas Eve, actually 2006, I, uh, I got the domain back and started thinking about what to what to do with it and ended up finding a great team out of San Francisco uh, who I'm partnered with to build uh, to build a pretty formidable company company around the domain and now we've got uh, uh, I guess about 25 26 employees out of San Francisco they're running this thing and uh, we'll see what happens right it's a great avenue for income yes absolutely and and good luck to you and and uh, that sounds wonderful I just wanted to tell you one of the uh, wonderful um, listener in the chat room um, on you on purpose, Teresa, I believe your name is Teresa. Thank you, Teresa. She said, awesome. Thank you. I have signed in and got your free copy of the PDF book. Wonderful gift. Thank you. Um, Mm -hmm. So again, thank you. So here you got one one person had um, got the book and I hope uh, people listen more and and, uh, do the same. Um, Okay. So back to Internet Profits. Um, uh, the world leading experts reveal how to profit online. So let's dig in a little bit deep on that topic of how to really seriously. I mean, you know, I I've been, you know, I mean, I, my background is marketing, and I've been in in direct sales, you know, pretty much since I've ever got out of college. And and, and uh, there was always like, you know, oh, you can make this online, you can make this much online, and there has never been a really a true system to, to to figure it out exactly how to profit online as well. But what is the single most important key for profiting online in today's competitive environment as you identify it? Yeah, it, it's really it, – it's funny how the two go hand in hand. But And this is really why I moved down the path here on this, on this second book uh, because – it, it really is all about the process of nichetizing, which is identifying your niche and learning how to monetize it. So the idea is, again, through Journey to You, you discover what your what is, and then in Internet Profits, you learn how to share that gift with the world and, and how to monetize it. And so what most people make the mistake of online is they just try to do too much. They try to cater to too many audiences. And the number of Amazon.coms out there and Buy.coms, et cetera, obviously are very limited, but remember, Amazon in and of itself started as a very niche boutique player. And right. so 
their original plan was to focus on books, period. I mean, that's how Amazon got started as Earth's largest bookstore, I think, was their original tag. And and that's where they got started. And, and so now, obviously, they've expanded. Mm. But ultimately, it's important to understand that you have to start with one very specific niche. And no matter how narrow you think it is, uh, there's an audience for it. I mean, it doesn't mm-hmm. matter what it is. I've seen some of the strangest sites with, with really some pretty solid numbers, uh, and they focus on things that you would never expect there to be an audience for. So it really is important to start there, which is what is it that you know better or as well as the experts in your field and what can you do differently than than obviously that they're doing? But what is that area of focus that you can really add value to others in? And once you are able to nail down what that is, then you can start building a meaningful business around it. But, again, it's really important to take a sniper-like approach and just aim right for that center of the bullseye than just simply try to put up a target and hope that you, you, you hit it. Yeah, and and you know, and you you put something out there that is really um, key because most people don't realize this this whole concept. Like, you know, how do you attract clients to your products and services, and uh, substantially like increase your your basically your opt in? And you saying what to that? I want to hear from you. How do you well, do that? Mm-hmm. I mean, the, the main thing really that you have to understand with the website is that it has to do one of two things. It either has to sell a product or it has to capture an opt-in. Mm-hmm. And ultimately, one most, most sites fail at that very basic premise because either it's too confusing in terms of what they're selling or it takes way too long and it's very hard to figure out exactly where to opt-in or what you're opting in for. So, like, and we can use my book as an example because I know that you had some folks that went to journeytoyou.com, uh, like you said, and then downloaded that book. It's important to to use that type of site as an example when you're building something moving forward because it's pretty clear what you're supposed to do when you get there. I mean, that's the thing is so many people make it a little too confusing, convoluted in terms of what you're supposed to do. And so the first step of the process is, to make it just crystal clear in terms of what your intended actions are for your audience, what you want them to do when they get to the site, and and make sure it's front and center. And when we give away the URL for the Internet Profits book here, uh, you'll see on that site. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And you'll see on that site that, I mean, there's there's no question whatsoever about what you're supposed to do when you get there, and that's opt-in for the book. Right, right. Well, I mean, that's that's a really key. Um, I think most of most of us miss, you know, um, what is it that you said? Like, what is it supposed to do, and what's the message there that you uh, you're trying to um, to get out? So once you have, you know, I mean, we, you know, I mean, this has really been a puzzling for me because I, I guess I'm I'm not a um, a strong on that one. But I heard it from other people like Dan Holling saying, uh, your list doesn't have to be that big. You know, building that list, people are always crazy about getting emails, 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 people generating that email to build that list to supposedly, you know, have more chances of, be, you know, converting some of these lists into a lead or, you know, of somebody who's going to purchase your product or services, right? But do you agree with them? I mean, it says, does it really have to be huge, or is it where where do you know that you have something that you know that you can really start building up from? With one person, I mean, because that's that's the mistake is most people think that you have to have a massive email list and have mass form of communication to really start to do something meaningful. But an email newsletter or uh, an email, I mean, you really have to treat that conversation as if it's a one-on-one conversation. And so even if you just have a handful of subscribers to whatever you're doing, uh, I mean, heck, you have to treat it as though 
they came to you for valuable information or content or something uh, that you offer that other people don't, and it doesn't matter how many people you have on your list. You right. have to treat that as one conversation and just provide the content information that you would if you had 10,000 people on that list. And ultimately, they will reward you for providing them with, val- with, with valuable content and with information or with resources that they didn't know about, et cetera. And ultimately, is it the time to get started is now because if you provide that content and that information that is of value, they're going to forward it to somebody else or they're going to find, you know, someone else. I mean, most people in a particular genre have friends who are also in that genre. So if you have a German shepherd and your blog or whatever it might be, newsletter talks about German shepherds and caring for them, the other good, they probably know someone else who has a German shepherd is going to help spread the word for you. So, and that that really is the key is not to wait. I mean, you just you just can't wait. You know, I mean, my, my really, you know, my philosophy, and, and please, you know, tell me if this is something that you agree with or not. But I mean, my philosophy, even when I speak and I speak to mass audience, and I do have a quite a you know large follower and listener to this show, I always speak to one person. You know, so that is really a key that you focus in on that one, one, one person, whoever that you're speaking to. Is that correct? Well, it is, and and ultimately, you. I mean, it's just like it's like media. I'm, I mean, you don't want your first radio interview to be Howard Stern. Same way, you don't want your first television interview to be with Barbara Walters. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's you have to hone your craft. You have to hone your message. Because ultimately, if you if you try to come out swinging with the big dogs, and your message isn't perfected, you're you're going to end up looking pretty bad. So, right. I mean, that is the idea: is to start now and really hone that message and 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 gain feedback. What do they like? What don't they like? What is it that you do that can really add value in meaningful ways? What is it they need? And ask your people. You know, how can I help you? What what can I create that would help you solve whatever problem it is that you're facing? And and that's what you just said the word that I you know that I heard you say a few seconds ago. It's like adding value. You know, um, is also the key as well. Um, are you adding value or you're just selling? Yeah. Because I think people don't like to be sold. I don't. I mean, I know I've been selling for a long time and I never sold. <laughs> In a sense no, of mean, like, but, you know, but you know what I'm saying, right? Yeah, but there's, uh, I mean, there's a flip side to that, which is people don't like to be sold, but they love to buy. And well, so, true. Mm-hmm. And so that is your job as a presenter, whether it be through email or through a blog or through a site or through a personal conversation, whatever it might be, your job is not to sell. Your job is to give them every reason that they need to buy. And that's right. a very different mentality. Right, right. So, you know, so again, let's talk about the conversion part. How do you, when do you know, you know, like how to step out of that list and start converting these to elite? Where, you know, is it a process or? Well, I mean, certainly the, the conversion process is made significantly easier if you have a compelling offer that okay. gets people into your funnel. So, right, right. I mean, the old way of of doing business really is irrelevant today. To, I mean, today, you, you have to provide free content. It has to be your best stuff. And I know mm-hmm. that sounds counterintuitive, but the reason why I give Journey to You and Internet Profit away for free is because it's some of the best stuff that I have. Right. And the mentality is, you know, geez, if this guy's willing to give this away for free, how good is the stuff that he actually sells where I would have to buy it, right? Right. And not to say that it wouldn't be great, because obviously it would be, but, you know, the reality is that when you give away your best stuff, people then have a certain expectation of you moving forward, and they associate your work with a certain level of excellence, and your other work is equally excellent, but why on earth would you want to put something forth that's not your best work. It's not representative of who you are and how you want to be perceived. Okay. No, I agree with you. I mean, that's, you know. So, 
I did a show on social media as well, and of course Dan came out and talked about the marketing aspect. And and uh, so how important is? I mean, you know, we live in a in a society now in in, in a world of technology and internet and everything. How important do you think social media? Uh, I think social media is the biggest waste of time on the planet. Uh, I mean, I think it is a passing. <laughs> I think it's a passing fad. Uh, I mean, I can certainly see how there may be value to it to some extent, but it's it's a waste of time. It's a waste of energy. It's a distraction. Uh, and frankly, if you're going to use it, you should use it very sparingly, like to the tune of five minutes a day. I wouldn't spend more than five minutes a day on LinkedIn, Twitter. Pinterest and, and, and Facebook, or what did I miss one? Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest, LinkedIn, LinkedIn whatever. Yeah, um, right, so, whatever. And then you got Pinterest now and all that. Right. Stuff. So right. from a business perspective, 20 minutes a day. If you're spending more than 20 minutes a day on social media, uh, you're, you're really wasting. just, you're, 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 yeah, you're wasting your time. And there's only two ways to use your time. You can spend your time or you can invest your time. Any more than, than 20 minutes is really just spending your time. And 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 you know I I I know I mean because I I've, I've seen it with you know some of my clients some people that I know even friends and stuff like that it's very addicting it's very addicting I mean when I had I had one uh, um, um, social media expert strategist on my show he shared the thir- the thirty three rules that he like teaches his clients which is like spend thirty minutes three times a week that's it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. On social media, not more or less. Anything above that, you kill them yourself, and therefore you're wasting your time. Um, yeah. You know, and then where are you spending your time? That's another thing. I mean, you know, we, you know, most of us we go to lots the one that we can socialize with, right? Um, and that's why I think. I mean, Dan even said that with Twitter because that's why Twitter is good because you can't sit there and just like you know, it's few words. Get your message crossed, like you know, like now my my show, my blog gets you know, sent to Twitter, and that's it. I don't have to, like, do, you know, I don't have to stay there and just, like, you know, see, oh, who else is doing what, and, you know, I got to type more stuff or whatever. <laughs> it's just yeah. one click, that's it, it's done, you know. Um, but, yeah, I, I agree with you to some extent because it is, it is. Uh, people don't realize how much time they're wasting, you know, using uh, social media, or at least they're not using the, the more effective one, and, and I guess, from my perspective, I think LinkedIn is is the uh, the place to go, um, as far as you know how you can maybe try to use that for you know for generating lead or whatever it is. Anyway, um, in your event in Chicago, I attended. I don't remember the guys, and I actually invited them to come on my show. Uh, the video guys. How important video is, do you think, these days? I'm still not comfortable with it, by the way. <laughs> but how yeah. important video is in, in, in a sense of, like, you know, trying to get your message across and, and what is the best way to leverage that particular part of the uh, the equation? Yeah, I mean, I, I absolutely believe that it is the single most important way to communicate moving forward. I mean, you, you can't hide behind these huge, long splash pages anymore. You can't hide behind these these squeeze pages and, and, and text-laden pages that just go on for days. I mean, it has to be, you have to learn to respect and honor the time of your visitors and potential clients or subscribers. And people have to know who you are. They have to be able to look in your eye, get a feel for what it is that, that you are about. And ultimately, if you can't explain your product or service uh, in a matter of minutes, then it's probably either way too complex or you're selling way too hard. Right. So you you have to move to video. Uh, I don't care who you are and what business you're in. It uh, it has to happen because ultimately that's what the market demands. And uh, and frankly, it's the single most effective way to connect in a, in a deep, meaningful way with, uh, with your audience. So, I mean, you have to move to video. Okay. So I know that's a must. I mean, I've done a few, but I still like, you know, I mean, those guys, they say like, you really need to get a professional, you know, um, I mean, can you just no, you like, don't. you don't, nah, okay, you don't please tell it. me nah, that. I want to hear that, need, please. Okay. <laughs> now nah, you need, you need a, a cheap camera, which can be even your phone and a USB cord to connect it to your computer. I mean, it doesn't have to be perfect. As a matter of fact, people don't want perfect. People look at perfect thinking they spent way too much money on this. And if they right. spent way too much money on the production, then they're probably thinking that, you know, they, they, they're charging way too much for the products. So just get the camera on your phone, hit record, put something on, trim it, and call it a day. 
That's it. I agree with you because I don't know if you know uh, who who Kyle sees is. He's a comedian and he's also like, you know, comedian with a message. Like he's inspiring the comedian. He's on the comedy channel. He came on my show one time and he literally video blog like almost every single day. He has like everywhere he goes, he got an idea or something pops up in his head. He turns his phone on, switch it to video and just record. You know, and yeah. then just like go yeah. ahead and publicize it to to YouTube. If you if you Google him or you go to YouTube, you'll see what I'm talking about. The guy is is, is hysterical, yeah. but he got a great message. And and so you know, again, back to that, it's really important that people see you in your eye and get that connection. I have a channel on Ustream that I try to build it up because I have put some videos up there. Um, but uh, um, it you know whatever it is whatever business you're doing I think it's really important. But I'm gonna ask you a couple more questions. I actually extended the show just to make sure I do cover a couple more questions before we, before I let you go. Um, so how yeah, how easy is it to really kind of make your present online? Or I mean because it's it's I mean like for me now obviously I have my radio show I have this so I'm 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 okay you know in a sense. For people, for an average person who's trying so hard to create a presence online, what do you what do you say to them? Uh, I say that it's incredibly difficult, and the YouTube overnight sensations or a site that pulls millions of visitors a day uh, is a pipe dream. I mean, it really it, it's not that easy. It, it takes years to get to that point, or if you're lucky, uh, a matter of months. But it's certainly not going to happen anytime soon. I mean, it can definitely happen, but you have to have realistic expectations. And one of the best ways to build an audience quickly is to align yourself with people who already have an audience. And so many people think that, you know, they take that Kevin Costner mentality of if you build it, they will come. Mm -hmm. But the reality is that that doesn't happen. I don't care who you are and what you're doing unless you have a platform of millions where you have a daily radio show that's heard by millions or you have a television show like Steve Harvey or Ricky Lake or whoever it might be, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just not gonna. It's just not gonna happen. The traffic doesn't exist until you have the platform for people to to hear you and to find you. And most people don't have that sort of worldwide, national, or even local platform. And so, if that's the case, you have to figure out who is in your arena that's doing what it is that you want to do or currently do, and enroll them in your process of products and services by adding value to what they're doing first. And then at some point have to reciprocate. But ultimately, you know, it doesn't happen overnight. It is incredibly difficult to make money online. And anybody who tells you differently is just absolutely trying to sell you, uh, you know, uh, yeah, I, I a, hear you. Uh, right. uh, something that you shouldn't be buying. How about that? <laughs> totally, totally hearing you. Hearing you out loud, yeah. my friends. And and that is yeah. so true. And it does take, you know, I mean, I, I think it's, it's – uh, if you're trying to uh, find your way among billions of people who are trying to do the same thing that you're doing, good luck with that. But uh, I mean, for me, like I, I like I always say, I, I I do what I can and I do my best in what I do, and I just put it out there, and that's all I ask of, of you know of the universe is just to kind of like show me, direct me to you know. Of course, I'm more on a spiritual you know uh, part of, of of how I handle things in my life, but in the same time, things do come to me, and like I met you. I met great people, and I think, you know, find alliance, find joint venture, you know, like a joint venture with some people, you know. Uh, um, If you have something to offer, offer other people in return, you know, for them to share something with you, you know, to show you some the ways, right? And I think, you know, I I think really important in the way I look at it, if you come from a place of collaboration versus, you know, really just focusing on competition, um, you know, I, I don't know. That's my philosophy, but uh, you know, and I think you you share some of that philosophy because you do. You share a lot of yourself, and I think that's uh, um, that comes from a place of collaboration. I would assume, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. So why don't we? Uh, I'm gonna have to jump here, but why don't we uh, get them the the link for the for the free yes, book? Yeah, I'm actually and, typing uh, it in, in in the in the book. I do want to thank you again, um, Steve. Like to offer his uh, um, our listener a free copy of his book, Internet Profits: The World Leading Expert Reveal How to Profit Online. And to receive that book, simply go to www.internetprofits. That's P R O P H E com and follow the two simple steps and you will be able to download the PDF 
um, of the book and uh, good reading. So um, yeah, exactly. Steve. And just to, just to clarify, it uh, it's, so it's internetprofits.com forward slash free f r e e. Okay. And, uh, otherwise, if they go to internetprofits.com, they'll be prompted to buy the book, uh, which oh, is okay, okay too. But if you go to internetprofits.com forward slash free, uh, then you can grab a free copy of it. Okay, because I, I have the link without the free, so that's why. Okay, no problem. We'll make that correction. Thanks for making that adjustment. And uh, so, you know, um, forward slash free. Uh, make sure yep. that you put that again, in there. Yep, P-R-O-P-H-E-T-S, Internet Profits, P-R-O-P-H-E-T-S.com forward slash free. All right, my friends. Will, you are amazing. Sure. And uh, stay that way. And, and uh, much success to you. And I'm sure I'll be coming across uh that path with you again and and uh hopefully we do some work more together and with all that being said please enjoy your day and and i appreciate you being here okay thanks so much for having me on take care all right take care okay my okay steve thank you bye-bye all right my friends again i really do appreciate you for all for being here and remember to follow the show and uh so you know of all the update all the information that are coming up, any events, anything like that it will be posted, of course, if you uh, follow the show. And remember, you know, the show is going to be archived after we go off the air. And you can also download it for free on iTunes in the podcast section. You can either follow it from the link here um, on my show page, or you can just simply go to um, iTunes in the in the uh, in the in iTunes store and just put Coachria or your Life Now radio show and you'll be able to find all my podcasts and you can download any of them um, and listen and listen to them too on your um, on your own time. So thank you, my friends. You are amazing. Much love to you all. And uh, till next time, I'll speak with you later. Okay, take care. Are you ready to put an end of thinking about how you wish it were and take action? Take this step to find out more by going to coachingbyria.com and you can receive your free consultation session with Coach Rhea.